On the 174th episode of the Fantasy Lens Podcast, we discuss the action from Week 12, including the craziness in Denver and the continued postponement of the Ravens vs. Steelers game. We look forward to Week 13, which in many leagues is the last week of the regular season. The fantasy playoffs are right around the corner. It's do or die time. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens, and it is Week 12 going to Week 13, and the NFL has lost its mind, uh, mainly due to COVID and just a crazy amount of rescheduling. Steelers and Ravens are playing Wednesday now, if they play at all. At 3.40 uh, p.m. Which is, is kind of nice, just some workday football. Yeah, especially since everyone's working from home. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm quarantining. I, I, I could look for inc- excitement anywhere. Yeah, quarantine crew, three hours of uh, distraction in the middle of the day. I'm not. Yeah, this is not great. Being quarantined boyfriends, not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so Steelers Ravens, if it even happens, is just throwing everyone, everyone's fantasy league into craziness. I tried to look up like waiver wire claims when like, they go through. It's like now Wednesday night or like thursday morning and like there's like for all steelers and ravens it's like canceled canceled the next two weeks so even like yahoo and espn are just throwing their hands up and be like you know what we're we're not gonna say anything (laughs) yeah it's extremely frustrating for arley which is the wild west of waivers which is you could drop anybody on your bench at any time and pick up a waiver wire guy at any time but if somebody played that week you do have to wait till it resets so i have i've I've been i really want to drop fuller since I need a tight, I need like 12 positions for next week. Um, <laughs> and I can't be, and I'm not going to be able to until like Thursday because of this. Yeah. I, same thing with the player I had. And I, I've watched someone go off the waiver that I wanted. And now I'm like, I just throw my hands up in the air. So, yeah. Like you can't drop anybody you played. And it's like, screw this. Totally ruined um, everything. Yeah. There's a couple guys where it's like, well, I could drop my backup guy, but I don't, can't even risk it. Should we also explain to the viewers my comment earlier? Both of our significant others were uh, tested positive. Uh, so that's why we we're calling ourselves, you know, quarantine boyfriends. Because you didn't officially get tested, right? No. Yeah, so you're just along for the ride. Yeah, Same I, got, I got like maybe a couple more days and then work's going to be like, all right, get tested. If not, come back. <laughs> okay. Damn. I'm just working from home until next Tuesday. Well, at least you're both feeling all right, so yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah, that's a good thing. He's starting to feel better. That's good. Still winded as shit, and the smell and the taste are gone. But oh, the smell and the tasting is, has been gone for a while. That's gonna be rough at that point. Like I, I, I only had like a. I think it was just congestion for me, for like a day. I had, I had it going, but I think it's just congestion. It's not bad. Anyway, yeah. Um. So this is also what the NFL is dealing with, just uh, COVID madness. And they're that dog sitting in the house on fire meme, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, they yeah, just, for uh, sure. Everything is fine. They don't care. They're like, no, nah, just, just go ahead. We, we're, still, we're, we're good. We're good back here in week 12 for a little bit, a couple more. Just keep going ahead. They probably checked in. They're like, did the uh, ratings drop for our game where no quarterbacks played? <laughs> no, they went higher because people were interested in seeing what this. Okay, all right, fine. Let's keep going. <laughs> Oh, man. I specifically tuned into that game. Not like I don't know what I was thinking. I should have 
known that it was going to be terrible because you need quarterbacks in the NFL. And everybody tuned in like a sucker. Yep. Like, we're going to see some cool shit. Yep. It's like, no, you saw really boring football. I watched maybe a quarter and a half, and then I'm like, nope, back to red zone for the other two games that are being played at 4 o'clock. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. I couldn't watch you know the Saints game. You know what's crazy? Taysom Hill looked just as bad for the first quarter as the guy who hasn't played quarterback in the NFL ever. Yeah, first half. First, yeah, that was real I mean, bad. the whole game, except for his running. What do you have, seven yards passing the first, like, nearly almost half? Yeah, it was something like that. And then uh, he totaled 70, like 78 or something yards Damn. passing. A um, couple, few dozen right there. And uh, and an interception, so currently has no touchdown passes. Although he did have a nice bomb a week and a half ago that was called back on a penalty. Um, but uh, still, still, still zero touchdowns now, one interception uh, on the season. Like, don't they know they could still run with him? In the red zone and play Winston? Like, isn't that a thought? Like, just use him more than you were with Breeze? Like, instead of, you know, how they used him maybe, I don't know, five to seven times a game? Now they could use him, like, 15 to 17, like a running back? Well, that's what that's I what I thought was going to happen when we had the podcast two weeks ago before they named Taysom Hill the starter and everyone thought it was going to be Winston. Everyone picked up Winston in the leagues and whatnot. Like... I thought it was going to be, like, Winston's going to be the starter, but he's not going to play as much as Breeze does, and they're going to get Hill way more involved. Not be like, all right, Winston, we don't care. We're just going to give it to Taysom Hill because I've made a promise back in February that you were going to be the quarterback. I'm like, this is... <laughs> I mean, look, they're 2-0 with them. It's not pretty. Um, the defense has been doing... I mean, they did well versus the Falcons, but you really can't say much about the defense in this game because... I mean, they played against... It doesn't count. It, it, doesn't it, count. it really doesn't count. <laughs> so, uh, what a what a, what a weird what a weird weekend or weird Sunday. Um, well, how pissed off are the Cowboys, or I mean, are the Broncos, where they had to play uh, a, a game with, like, their six-string quarterback and, like, their third-string quarterback tested positive and none of their first-two quarterbacks tested positive. But then the Raven, the Ravens are keep getting these extensions and you know deadline extensions for the game. I hear a lot of people saying that, but I think it's just because they can't get. Don't you have to have two days without a positive a positive test? Uh, so isn't that their issue? Is they can't hit that mark? They keep getting positive. More positives, yeah. More positives. So like, more positives. I know you see that all over the internet, but I thought it was a pretty simple explanation. Like one team, yeah. It happened to be a complete positional group, but they hit that mark of no more positive tests, and the other team is just like continuously positive. So everyone, they're not, they don't yeah. want them on the field with the Steelers. Did Did everyone see that the the Broncos petitioned to have one of their coaches be the quarterback because yeah. he knew the plays? <laughs> How awesome would that be? So that's the no fun league, right? Not allowing that because they were like, well, if we allowed that, then people would, you know, like Trojan horse coaches as players to get a leg up like they would just say oh this is my whatever <laughs> this is, uh, this is my our, yeah. our towel boy yeah this is my um head shoulders knees and toes coach and <laughs> he's actually just another player on the roster and it's like okay well maybe just for this one game make this an exception and then close it off. why are all your coaches six foot four jacked yeah. <laughs> athletes <laughs> Who know nothing about their position, what they're doing as coaches. So many coaches. This team always has so many coaches. 
<laughs> Your coach has a 42-inch vertical leap. But <laughs> he hands out those towels really well. Yeah, what funny. are you guys doing in preseason? No, it's just our coach combine. <laughs> Wait, what? Why do you do that? Don't worry about it. It's fine. Everything's perfectly legal. The Broncos were allowed to do it. Is that like the NFL really fears that's going to Of course, happen? because they're crazy. They're crazy. This is this is, but it's, you know, it's fun to speculate. <laughs> Can we um, zig when everyone's zagging and say that it's this is kind of admirable that they did rules in preseason and they're sticking to them 100%. Like, it's like, nope, I don't care how bad it's getting. I mean, I'm kind of joking because you fear for the safety of people. Yeah, of course, um, of course. But, but on the other hand. Yeah, it's kind of funny how unwavering they are. It's like, I, you signed the contract. You, you're you playing by the rules that we all agreed upon. Yeah. yeah, like baseball like made up new rules for the playoffs like a week before the playoffs started. And Phil's like, nope. These are the rules. Set in stone. That's it. Can't change. Yeah, you get this or you get nothing. It's, yeah, it's, it's like when your mom cooks a really bad dinner. That's pretty much what NFL players are doing right now. And the, N- and the NFL eating just... that terrible dinner. And the fans just eat it up, no matter oh, what. The fans will no just eat up what. any slot no that they throw No matter in what. Um, there were some uh, other interesting games of note um, this past weekend. I think the Vikings Carolina game was pretty interesting. Two. Defensive touchdowns on two plays by the same exact guy. Oh um, yeah, with a great name. Well, I couldn't. What's his name again? I, I don't remember offhand. Uh, yeah, I don't either. I just remember it was. Good. It was pretty <laughs> it was good. Like Chinin or something. It was, like, was it? It was something. Chinin? Yeah. Chinin, something yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, Chin, yeah. Um, and then the Cal- uh, Panthers still ended up losing, even though they were up by Jeremy Chin three. Yeah. Right, they were up by three. Uh, Chad Beebe muffs a punt return. Like on like the ten yard line, they can't punch it in. They throw on third down to stop the clock, kick a field goal. Minnesota flies down the field. BB catches the touchdown. And then they get the ball down there, and Sly just fucking, you know, wide left, hard wide left. So yeah, poor Joey Sly just can't hit it when it mean when it counts. That was he'll a, hit every other field goal, not those winning ones. That was a crazy ending of that game. Watching it, uh, mainly because well, I watched it mainly because it netted me three hundred dollars, but. It was very nice. Um, Bad thing for you, then. It was very nice, good ending for me. Um, yeah, well, my bets came up aces this week, which was supposedly a bad week for betters, but um, tell that to us, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I followed um, your parlay and was very happy with the results. I went. I went. I did that because I went in Browns instead of Saints uh, because I can't bet against the Saints. You guys got the Saints in at a great price because wait, of. Wait, wait. Uh, We're not betting against the Saints. We're betting with the Saints. No, no, I don't yeah. bet on the games. I don't oh, bet okay. Saints games. I just stay away. I don't want to bet on I, them. I even did my first. Um, I went on tilt when, Danny, when Danny Dimes. Oh my god! When he got injured, I went on tilt because I was like, "This is the, I know the Saints are going to win, so it's the only leg left in my parlay for the Giants to beat the shitty um, Bengals." So I did my first in-game bet. I've never done an in-game bet. And I put some more money down on the Giants, <laughs> like an idiot, probably. But it, it paid <laughs> hey, it paid off. There you go. Because the, the line shifted to almost even. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll put some more money on the Giants. Hey, Cole McCoy had a better day than uh, Derek Carr did, um, who put up, sure. uh, was it four turnovers, I think it was, or something yeah, like that? Yeah, .6 fantasy points. Looked really good versus the, uh, the worst defense in the league uh, to date. In the the season, uh, they they could not do anything on offense. They got wrecked by the Falcons. Um, is this... How much longer does he have? You think he's too inconsistent, man. He's 
he looks like he could beat anybody sometimes, and then other times he just doesn't look like a quarterback. I mean, yep. was this more of the Falcons maybe just getting a little better, or that, or is this really what the Raiders are? Like, are they just like a... I think the Raiders just always have one clunker late in the season every year. Like, last year they got smoked by the Jets around this time. So I think they just have a clunker. But uh, speaking of that, David Carr or Derek Carr, whatever his name is, uh, in my two QB league that I'm in, one guy had Derek Carr uh, and Jared Goff as, as his two QBs. Oh, oh wow. He did, he did Hinton as a receiver QB. Oh, no. So he got, with three QBs, he got five points total. Oh, Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> he thought he was smarter than everybody. <laughs> That's awful. Why would you do – I heard a few – like there were – other people that were bringing that up. Like, I'm going to game the system. Like, everybody was gaming it with Taysom Hill, and it's like, no! No, it, not, not the not same. Not the practice squad guy. It's not the same as Taysom Hill. They, like, you're just hoping that he survives this game. I was watching it more out of intrigue, not thinking that it was going to work. Like, in in the beginning of the podcast, we were all, like, we were excited for that game. It was intrigue. It wasn't like, I think the Broncos are going to do this thing. It was more, I just want to see what happens. Exactly. And about what do you expect happened, and you turned it off after the first quarter. Yeah, it was pretty, it was, it was, it was tough to watch after that. But they I were, mean, he was a starting quarterback at Wake Forest. He, he like won state championships in high school, and he just looked lost on a professional football field as a quarterback. Well, there were so many people, they said, they said that um, when they, when his name was mentioned, like in like teams like Hotel or something like that, that there were a lot of people who had no idea who he was. Like, well, that's the, I mean, that's the Broncos' fault. I mean, like, how do you not know just everyone who's on your active roster? But it's just really, it's really funny. Well, isn't it a good sign that he wasn't very good quarterback that they tried to get the coach to play over him? Like, well, shouldn't have that been your sign not to start him in fantasy? <laughs> yeah. They tried to get the coach to play over him, so, like, they probably didn't have much faith in him. You sure it wasn't? They weren't trying to get John Elway to play. Was that was that they were trying to do? <laughs> yeah, and you could also be an amazing quarterback in high school just by being an athlete. Of course, and that's the thing is like just you, running options and shit. You can't take that. you can't take high school state champions as like a as like a yeah. Thing. It, just, it means I mean, he's like obviously a fantastic athlete. So yeah, so, like, it means so, you just have to be the best athlete in that area. If you're the best athlete in that area, you just take you gotta, the ball and you run. Gotta, exactly. You gotta, yeah, you gotta, yeah. And you can play against kids who probably shouldn't even probably be on the field. You know? Like, it's, can't, can't, that's no, that's no bar. Um, okay. I do want to go back to that Atlanta game and I want to say, for anyone what? who decided to start Brian Hill because of Todd mm-hmm. Gurley being injured, mm-hmm. what a fucking disaster. He is oh. the only running back I've ever seen to be a First down back. I've never seen it before. I've seen a two down back. I've seen a third down back. But I've never seen a first down back. He was only in on first downs. The moment it became second down, he was taken out, brought in Ito Smith, and then was not in until they got another first down. And then he gets tired really easily. It was ridiculous. He okay, was the, what's worse? That or Jonathan Taylor being a first quarterback? I don't... But Is where they only rush him for the first quarter and he racks up 10 points and then they say, okay, you're... Your job's done. <laughs> it, it, it just, I've never heard of a first down back. It was baffling watching it. It was He was the running back who would come in and spell Gurley on third downs because he had good, probably catching abilities um, and probably a decent blocker. But for this game, they thought 
eh, only first down. Edo Smith and whoever else for uh for second, third, and possibly fourth down if they ever went for it. But like that's it was it was absolutely baffling and it I just feel bad for anyone, including myself, who played Brian Hill over Todd Gurley. Bad, bad, bad move. Yeah, I mean they scored all those points and you'd like there wasn't really you think forty three points you're gonna have some impressive fantasy days, but nothing like I mean, the top receiver got fifty yards, that was Ridley, and Edo Smith got sixty five yards. So that, I mean pedestrian games, those aren't you'll take six for fifty and a touchdown, you'll take sixty five yards and a touchdown for a running back, but you think of forty three points, you're gonna get somebody with a hundred yards. Nope. It was uh the defense did a lot of that yeah, work. Yeah, that was really crazy. Didn't so. even think of that. Uh, it was, yeah, uh, I was watching that game, and I was like, oh, D has Matt Ryan and Well, she didn't have Julio in because he didn't play. I was like, oh, D has Matt Ryan in. Like, I'm sure he's racking up points right now. And it's like, oh, no, not really. Nope. <laughs> Only 100, 180. They scored 43 points. He had 185 yards. It's yeah, a, he only had like 15 fantasy points, yeah. It's crazy. After like the first like four games, even though their their team wasn't doing well, he was looking like lights out possible MVP candidate, and now he just looks like... Eh, whatever you know like yeah he, I, I mean do we think he's gonna be a falcon next year or do we think he's gone um at some point you think the what's their better option i mean because they're not low enough in the draft i mean there could be some they could i i could see them being one of those draft a they're in the top 10 so or top 15 maybe top 10 i feel like they draft that the north dakota guy uh yeah. trey lance why not draft a guy who could sit behind Matt Ryan for a year? That's a good option. It's actually not a bad option, yeah. Yeah, they they have that's like a good path. Give Matt Ryan a big one, or just franchise tag Matt Ryan, and if you don't have anybody else to use it on, I don't know what Atlanta needs. I'm not really invested in Atlanta. They seem like, <laughs> they, seem like they have a decent team that's always injured and badly coached, and I don't know what their problem is. Yeah, I never want to bet against them. That's all I know about Atlanta. Because I, I hate betting against Atlanta because I think their team is too good for the like points that they get. I also don't want to bet on them. Well, no. that was my problem the first four weeks of the season as well. I constantly didn't learn my lesson, kept betting on them. And then at this point now, I'm like, well, I will never bet against them. And I, people, a lot of people were talking about the Raiders this week, looking, you know, after coming, uh, losing to the Chiefs, that they may come back strong. Um, I was just like, nope, staying away from that. I'm glad I did because the Falcons just absolutely obliterated well. them, so... I got my Chris Carson touchdown, so at least I made my money back. There you go. Everyone everyone yeah. everyone everyone can be the sigh of relief on the podcast. Brian got his Chris Carson yeah. touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean it would have been a lot more money if he could have ran it in for one yard and got either, either time. Yes, it would have been a lot more, but at least I got it back. That's all right. So So I'm I'm officially still perfect this week. Beautiful. Love it. I like right, I like speak, hearing things like that. Speaking of someone who's not perfect uh, in the deluge of wild weekend football news, Will Fuller is done for the season because he took a bunch of PEDs, apparently. Terrible. A darling. The fantasy, one of the top five fantasy darlings this season, I think. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. He was, uh, he was a breath of fresh air in that, uh, in what could have been a really shit-stained Bill O'Brien, uh, Texans team that is no longer a Bill O'Brien Texans team. And, like, this was the yeah. year I finally learned to trust him. I just played him every week, didn't worry about his matchup, didn't worry about him throwing up a goose egg except for that one week. And then he just does this. I feel a little hurt. That's terrible. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. I, I'd like to think that he is 
upset with himself as well, though. I I mean, his uh, Instagram post seemed pretty heartfelt. So I mean, look, this is not uh, this is not like a seventeen-time repeat offender Josh Gordon that we're talking about here. Like, I think next year, this is not going to hurt his his drafts, his fantasy draft stock. I think it's going to be right where you want it to be, or probably a little too high. Um, but it, 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 it depends where he goes. But I'm saying he's like he's not still on that. He's team. a free agent. Yeah, I'm not drafting him high. I like his connection with Watson. I don't know what he is with other people. I think if he's still on that team, I I, I value him as a low end wide receiver one. I'd have if he's not. I'd have to believe that Watson is going to be like you have to keep him or I'm leaving because I know they just signed Watson to a deal. But I'm saying like he, he's going to be disgruntled. You you just gotten what? rid of Hopkins and you're going to get rid of Fuller. You know I mean you're going to let him walk. Like, I mean, he's got and he's got Kiki Kuti and Randall oh yes, Cobb. of course. He got the the ageless Randall Cobb and uh, the guy Kiki Kuti just got his yeah. second touchdown I pass think in his he career. Demands a trade if they don't bring him. Absolutely, back. absolutely. I think he's like, I'm out of here. I'm sorry, I'm out of here. I know I just signed this big contract. I'm out of here. But you have to put people around him. I mean, they they won't, they, they, they really don't like giving him a great offensive line. Yeah, you know, they got Tunsil. Okay, we always talk about that. That's one man. That's right there. Um, but like, it's well, it um, sucks because he should be perennially in this conversation of top five quarterbacks. Yeah. Like, there's no reason to leave Watson's name out. If you watch him every week, there's really no reason to leave him out of the Wilson, Rogers, Mahomes um, conversation. And, like, everybody moving on from him in favor of Lamar Jackson was a little too early, right? Now, I think we could say it. Like, if you're redrafting... Is he your third pick after Mahomes and Wilson? If you're drafting a, if you're a team and every, oh, oh like like real, like actual real NFL, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. like I have to draft some. I have, yeah, if I were putting every, it would be everybody's it, a free agent. You're doing a draft. It would be Watson yeah. before um before Wilson just because of the youth. Really? I, yeah, I get. I mean, Russell Wilson's not old yet. No, but he's so. plus. He's thirty plus. So. It's um, I'll yeah, take I'll take Watson. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. And then um, I guess Aaron Donald would be up there too. Well, we don't have to go into all this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Miles Garrett would be a top five, I think. We don't have to go into it though. Anyone else? You got Brian? Bosa. That's all. That's all. get injured too much. It's in the family's blood. Yeah, yeah, weak blood. Uh, all right. So T.J. Watt would also be in there, but we're not going to get into this. <laughs> <laughs> DK Metcalf in the top ten as a dark horse. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to get. We're into not getting into it though. All right, John, okay. get us out of this loop. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, let's get Do into some. Josh Allen. <laughs> 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 no, God, sorry. Go on. All right, let's yeah, get to Christian I mean, McCaffrey. I don't know. But... <laughs> yeah, I, have. I mean, and right before the playoffs like start, uh, you know, it's big blow to your. Uh, what you thought was a solid plug yeah. and plug Probably guy. Probably your best weapon because he wasn't one of your top four picks. So yeah. you lost the best thing about your fantasy team, most likely. Yeah, yeah. Nothing like uh, like the mid-round guys that just proved to be top guys to make you like really like them for the rest of their career. It sucks. But, but anyway. Let's get to some positive news. Uh, it was a weekend with huge amounts of points scored by single guys. 
uh, by single players, not single guys. They might have. Yeah, like they, we know that they don't have girlfriends or wives or boyfriends. Their, their or boyfriends. Single. We're in 2020, uh, guys. Or boyfriends. Yeah. yeah um, true. Well, how come there's no gay players in in American sports? I'm not like I don't understand this. There's a lot of gay people out there. I mean, there are gay players. They're just closeted in sports. But why does anybody is really there? Ugh. There's like fighting in football. I don't, I don't know. Do we still think like that? Does football is just football still like that? Like basketball is really open, but you, there's not really any gay basketball players. I think it's a. Uh, I think it's a. I honestly think it's like a. They're worried, and it's a masculinity thing. You know, yeah. I, it's, we're still in that. We, look, it's 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 slow growth, and it's definitely slower growth in professional sports for sure. There's one or two in major league soccer and there's one or two in like the lower divisions of american soccer and like even there like the the guy was like had homophobic attacks like said to like homophobic slurs said to him on the field and like by opposing coaches and it got it like it got a decent amount of news hmm. kind of outrageous that like it's Seems like it's just the sports world then, because you could like be openly gay in any other profession, and nobody bats an eye or even thinks about it. It's like whatever. Yeah, but I, I think it's the stigma of uh, well, one, you're cr- right in the spotlight. I mean, like, and you're playing a game that's supposed to be like manly, you know, like, and people are still stuck on that, you know. That's that again, that stigma that you can't be manly like that, like, and there's a lot of ignorant people out there you know i mean the greeks love to have sex with little boys and like they were like all okay about, well, we're like, not talking about pedophiles all right all right all right this took a, this took a hard turn <laughs> I mean, ancient, greeks, ancient greeks i this, think this got away from it yeah, this took a hard turn greek people pedophiles okay uh tyree <laughs> kill derrick henry and antonio gibson huge games um i mean tyree kill got me the highest score in one league and will fuller I think and will fuller too i totally forgot about that um but the, I mean, Derek, uh, Tyreek Hill had, what, 200 yards and three, uh, two touchdowns and, like, almost 40 points in the first quarter. Uh, Derek Henry, this is, like, Derek classic Derek Henry season where I said, like, oh, maybe he peaked too early. He's like, psych, I'm going to peak even harder now. Um, and then Antonio Gibson, is that just the Cowboys defense or is he, is he like, actually good? No, he's actually good, but, but he loves to run on the Cowboys defense. Yeah, oh, it definitely is. And um, he he's good, man. I mean, if that team can find themselves a real quarterback, uh, no offense, Alex Smith, we love you, but just don't think you're the quarterback maybe you once were. Um, if they can find themselves a real quarterback, that 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 offense could be pretty scary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have an ama- they have a, what looks to be a very promising running back and a top of the line receiver. So um, that's a good start, right? And they have uh, is their lines their line is always been above average right i know they lost uh trent whatever his name is who i mean yeah they, yeah it's a i would say middle of the pack to a middle of the pack line. line and their defense looks could like looks like it could be legit which definitely helps the offense you know the more your defense you yeah know. yeah they whiffed on haskins which sends you back a little bit but I think we all knew they were going to whiff on Haskins. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the only the sucky thing is that they're actually pretty confident this year with Rivera and a pretty good team because like I think yeah, I think they're a quarterback away from being 
the leaders of the NFC East. Oh, you could say yeah. you could say that about the Giants too, whose defense has looked so much better than anybody would have guessed. Yeah, and has some weapons too. Um, I, think... I like how all it has. I mean, I know Dan Jones got injured this game, but to win three in a row, I know it's been against bad teams, but all it takes for them to win is him not to just to just not turn it over, to just not be a shitbag. <laughs> Yeah, just be like a like a Mark Sanchez from like two thousand nine. Just like be complete ball control, ball Perfect. control. Yeah, don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Yeah, that Jet defense though was ridiculous though. That's they were ridiculous defense. Yeah, Boy. that was a really cool defense. Uh, I hate the Jets, and I that defense is awesome. Yep. Um, but good memories of football. I do like. <laughs> I do like. I do like the Redskins, man. You put Ron Rivera as that as that uh, head coach, and it's just think good things happen. He's a good coach, and you're right. I think next year, if they can get themselves a quarterback out of free agency or draft a quarterback, uh, they can be dangerous. They can be very dangerous. Yeah, I mean, it's a, a new. Uh, you have to think the Cowboys vault back up to the top when Dak comes back. Um, but they still have a really terrible defense and all their money is tied up in five people, so they still don't have a good infrastructure. No. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not set up for the they're not set up for the long term, the right now with their with their contracts and their subpar defense. I don't care what's injured and whatnot. Their their defense yeah. is subpar. And um the Eagles have the best roster, but I think the Eagles fans have just like completely made Wentz his life un- uncomfortable. Like, I don't think Wentz is ever going to trust himself again in Philly. I don't know if he's this bad of a quarterback, but he's never going to be... I don't know if he's going to be good in Philly because those fans have turned on him. And I, I'm i not sure what gets them back. Well, I mean, he was like, ha- Donovan McNabb went to a Super Bowl and couldn't get the fans back. So what... <laughs> like, <laughs> it's it's quite tough it- in uh, in Philly, though. It's definitely it's tough probably out there. a different reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. Well, I mean, Wentz has to win a Super Bowl because until if he doesn't do that, it's always going to be oh, Foles, Foles, this, Foles, that. Well, he's—I mean—he's not going to win a Super Bowl in Philly because I don't think he's going to be in Philly after this year. Um, again, another quarterback getting a big contract that I don't think uh, might might not be there. Yeah, come after the season, it's not a—he's uh, not doing right. himself any favors. Team's not doing him any favors. Coaching's definitely not doing him any favors. So. Can we? Uh, well, can we not turn this into another Eagles podcast? Absolutely. Okay. Would you right. Would you take a chance on him if you were, say, the Patriots or somebody in desperate need of a quarterback? All right. Is this unless Bill Belichick finds like another late round gem? Do you think he's just, he's just going to take shots on? I mean, that's not a bad strategy, just to take shots on like guys who played at MVP or near MVP levels who maybe you know. Regret regressed under, you know, other coaches and him thinking, okay, I can work with this guy. He's got this skill set. I can exploit that. Yeah, because like I mean, the who's Cam throwing to right now? It's not great. That's a problem. Yeah, and I don't. Cam hasn't looked good, but they have nobody on that offense. I mean, yeah, look, it doesn't help, but Cam hasn't looked that great either. Um, I think he just throws the ball really weird. But I think his throwing position, I don't like it. I think Wentz under a better offensive coordinator and head coach, a quarterback coach as well. I think just a whole coaching system in general. I think he might be able, and outside of Philly, might be able to do something. 
You know, I think, you know what I want to see? Put him in a small market. I would, you know, I would, if I were the Colts, second round pick for Wentz. Imagine back uh, with Frank Reich. You could probably get him with. You could probably you could probably get him for a third round pick at this point. <laughs> yeah, but well, what do you know? Whatever, whatever it takes. Second, get a, give him a couple picks. Put him back with Frank Reich. He's in a system where it's, everything's built, and they just need a good quarterback. That's true. The yeah. uh, not only the Frank Frank Reich angle, but once with a good offensive line would be great because he has. Oh, uh, he he gets wrecked. He's got well, he gets wrecked, but he also stays in the pocket until the very last second because he's trying to make plays. If he had like a you know half a second more or a second more, I think he would actually do pretty well because yeah. he's got the arm. He's just like. He just gets hit fucking every other play. Yeah, Look, he know. has the talent, right? So his, his problem this year has been turnovers, so many turnovers. But the team gets behind so quickly that he forces things. Yeah. But if I'm Indy, like, I don't want Rivers next year for another year. Rivers is just keeping the team together with little 5-10 yard passes. And they just have a good team. That team is Super Bowl ready with the right quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that defense is ready. I mean, obviously it wasn't too good this past week, but you know you could always throw out. Could o- you could always th- you could always throw out a game here and there. You know you've seen what yeah. they they put together, but they have young receivers. They got young running backs. Like you said solid offensive line. Yeah, they are a quarterback away. Also, well, I was gonna say uh, T. Y. Hilton. Welcome to the twenty twenty season. Finally caught a touchdown. Huh. Uh, <laughs> talk about the guy that's. I'm. I am done with him. I mean. I think next year you're gonna get him for a real cheap price, though, so it might be worth it with a quarterback. Oh, John! He's on John's team every year. He's John's Odell Beckham. I'm done with Beckham. John, why don't we just make a promise to each other? You don't ever draft Hilton again. I want to be, be like each other's sponsors, fantasy football sponsors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like yeah, call him okay. up, like, hey, you know, I'm looking at T. Y. Hilton's average draft position right now, and yeah. <laughs> you know, I could get him in the 11th, 10th, or 11th round. And just stash him on the bench. You're like, no, you don't want to get hurt again. You have to go through this. You know, he's hurt you the past steal. four seasons. Yeah. I'm going to draft the both of them next year. Steal. I'm going to get back, them both. Yeah, back, oh, back. You can't let Beckham pass up in the fifth round. What are you doing? <laughs> he's been a first-round player in his career. You really going to let him pass up in the fifth? Yeah, I, neither of them. I'm not, I can't draft him ever again. <laughs> All right. I mean, look, situations can change. You never know. Goes to some team that has like a solid, you know, quarterback and that's gonna pass heavy offense. You know, I want him to go back to the Giants. He's not going back to the Giants. He's not. Well, going. that's what I want. <laughs> Sorry. He seems mature now. Uh, he hasn't done any. I think he he's mature because he's hasn't been good enough the last two years. He probably got a little humbled, you know. From uh, from the past two seasons with the Browns, so I don't know. Uh, I just want to see him on a team that throws the ball enough for him to have an opportunity. Although Jarvis Landry had the game of his life uh, this past oh, week. God, talk about a guy that I gave chance after chance to in the beginning of the season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, John, they're all coming back to Burns. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. Look, uh, let's talk about some guys that had. Uh, not huge games, but they had real big games and have been. I mean, obviously James Robinson been steady all year. We don't have to talk about him that much. But Nick Chubb, ever since coming back from the injury, he's had three huge, uh, three real solid games. 
Um, and, I mean, just has shown that he's better than Kareem Hunt, who still has decent games. But Nick Chubb is that just that much more explosive. Um, and Latavius Murray, out of nowhere, taking over the, taking over the, uh, the running back position with uh, Taysom Hill there for some reason, who just doesn't like Kamara. Makes yeah. me so angry. They can only and be. I have Latavius Murray on my team, and I'm still so angry. There can only be one, and Taysom Hill feels like Kamara is going to take the spotlight if he throws in the ball well and hands it off to him. So this is terrible Murray. because there's enough touchdowns to go around, but now Taysom Hill's rushing for two touchdowns a game. Instead of Kamara, like, what the hell? This <laughs> is Sean Payton's fault. Sean Payton's one of my least favorite coaches in NFL, always has been, and I hate him even more now. <laughs> well, he brought the Saints a championship, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love him forever. So. Doesn't he seem like he's a douchebag, though? Like, I don't know, maybe. Come, come on, I, I know, but come on. I know you love him, he's your coach, but he's probably, he, seems like, he seems like a mean person. Like, I, I think if I met Sean Payton at a cocktail party or something, he he would be a dick. I mean, he wouldn't he wouldn't give you the time of day. He was like, eh, eh. yeah. I don't think so. I think he's probably a nice guy. <laughs> I'm gonna stick with that. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, but Latavius Murray, I know, yeah. I don't know anything about John Payne. I'm just to anybody taking me seriously out there. Latavius Murray. Um, what about next week? You think he's worth the play versus the Falcons? Yeah, as long as Taysom Hill's the quarterback. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, so I mean, look, it's the Falcons. I mean, Josh, I mean, Jacobs obviously didn't do anything, and he got I mean, hurt. But I'm going to have to start both of them because I'm without half my team next week. So, so if, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play them both, Kamara and Murray. I have this scenario. So the Falcons looked really good this past week. Yes. Um, they put up a lot of points. The defense looked good. If mm-hmm. Taysom Hill puts up a big old stinker, Mm-hmm. and gets wrecked by the Falcons this time around, and the Falcons' defense comes into play, and we lose, and, you know, uh, by we, I mean the Saints, because I'm a Saints fan, obviously. Um, You're on the team, too. Do we think that there might be a call for Winston? I was, I mean, after? we've been calling for Winston. I was calling for Winston on Twitter the entire game yesterday. But so, I wish so. I think you're doing a disservice, right? You think... You think the Saints are doing a disservice themselves? Because what if what if Breeze doesn't come back? Like I think they're doing this thinking like let's. I think they think their best chance to win right now is with Hill. And they're hedging Breeze comes back because they want to pick up as many games as they can while he's out instead of getting Winston rolling. Like if Breeze was out for the entire season, if we knew he was out and wouldn't come back for the playoffs, I think they would get Winston rolling and have him for the playoffs. Playoff because I ready, think they yeah. think that's their only chance. That would be their only chance to have the ceiling for a Super Bowl. But I think since they think Breeze is coming back, they they don't want to get Winston rolling. They think they could scrounge out, like get a few more wins for the rest of the season, possibly get that top seed and bring Breeze back. So okay. I think that's the reasoning. Because they think short-term against bad teams, Hill is their best chance. But if Breeze is out for the playoffs, you're not going to win anything with Hill. No, you're absolutely right. Um, first, good teams, there's no way I, I see Taysom Hill. I mean, what teams in the NFC, though, have good good defenses? I mean, I guess the Bucks, but they've gotten spat, spanked the past few weeks. 
Yeah, but, but once you get behind with a guy, you can't throw it. Yeah. Like if you get behind at ten points, you're the game's over. See, and that's the thing we haven't seen yet. We've only seen the Saints play from like being down. I think it was like maybe three or six points to the Falcons to you know never losing, you know, never having not having a lead when the Broncos. We haven't seen Taysom Hill go down a quick ten points, a quick fourteen points, and see how he responds to that because. I don't think it's going to end well, you know. Whereas Winston, Winston's a guy who can get you back. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's interesting. They're winning, so I'm not I'm not upset. But I'm just we're not going to go far in the playoffs if he'll end up being the quarterback during that postseason run. So no, Let's just, no, no. They need the bye week. There's an extra week for Breeze to get healthy. If he's not back by then, who the fuck knows? What's going on? Uh, Speaking of who the fuck knows, uh, Kenyon Drake is is good now? No, he's not. I mean, he's got two straight weeks. He's got, what, three touchdowns in two weeks? Okay, fantasy. Okay, he's fantasy good right now. He's not not being good. Is it it Kenyon Drake season just like Henry? I mean, this is the time he was good last year. It it is. I mean, he could have had another touchdown at the end of the half if he didn't just crap the bed. Yeah. Um, he, he could have had easy 30 points against a still decent, I mean, Patriots run defense. Uh, and they also shut down Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's kind of turned back into a pumpkin. They very, eat, well, they, tiny, I mean, tiny pumpkin. Kyler Murray could have easily had two rushing touchdowns on the day if they did what they would have normally been doing the entire first half of the season, actually first 10 weeks of the season with mm-hmm. the running plays that they've been running at the goal line. But instead they gave him the Kenyon Drake, who scored the first time, got shut down hard in the, in the second quarter. So, I don't know. Uh, it's interesting. And, Sounds and, like you're salty. I'm oh, quite so salty. salty. Oh, I'm very salty. Although, either way, I was screwed. But, like, you, I, I think that game plan was really bad versus the Patriots uh, yesterday for the Cardinals. And I just want to see the Cardinals do well in general. Um, so, I was salty. So, yes, Kenyon Drake, as long as he's scoring touchdowns, yeah, he's going to be fantasy relevant. But he hasn't looked really that good at all. But he gets a touch. He gets a lot of touches. That's uh, yeah. I feel like Chase Edmonds is the better running back, but that's just me. That is just me. Um, and Chase, the, know, Chase Edmonds has like they've really kind of gotten away from him ever since Drake. It's, I only look up the touches. I will say it's not. It's oh no, Drake definitely has more. Um, it's not getting easier for them. They're playing the Rams this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think. Possibly the 49 to 49. 49's, I think, week 15. But they, their schedule is not easy down the stretch. Let's just say that. So, um, yeah. Not no not fun times in Arizona. Not no. fun times at all. Yeah. I mean, Drake got double the amount of rush attempts that Edmonds had total touches. So. There you go. So, yeah. I think it was, it was also game script, too. Um, in that. I think when they get up or when they... When they seemed like they, they couldn't move the they couldn't like run their like they because they were running you know high powered offense I feel like they were just I feel like they were just dinking and dunking and running and like doing they, same, I mean they both had similar they uh, Drake had uh, four targets and then had five targets so it's not like hmm. both of them catch the ball so I don't know it, it's just I, I sat like this hopefully Ripple doesn't get another Metcalf touchdown go there touchdown to beat me but. <laughs> Anyways, um, speaking of random guys to beat you, uh, David Montgomery, uh, out of nowhere, is that is uh, that just? I hate is, him. 
Yeah, he's the worst. Uh, we shit on him a lot for good reason, but the Packers defense just apparently makes any running back looks good. So yeah, they have a really bad run defense, and uh, I would not take this as David Montgomery's back. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, no, it's just it would, it would happen. It would happen with how much shit we talk about him. I had and I was hanging on by a thread in your league, and going into that game. I was Devontae Adams versus David Montgomery. All I had to do was have Devontae Adams outscore Montgomery. And, of course, the guy we I talked shit on as the worst running back in the league outscores <laughs> my number one guy by far. 15 out of 16 weeks. Yeah. 15 out of 16 weeks. Actually, I'll, I'll go as far as to say, like, 31 out of 32 weeks, Devontae Adams is going to outscore David Montgomery. You just found that one time when Dave Montgomery is going to outscore Devontae Adams. Like, that's... Yeah, the only time I needed it. It's the fucking worst. That's what happens. You know, we, we, we talk so... He's like, uh... He's our new, um... He's our new Jeremy Hill. You know, like, he's, he he's Jeremy he really Hill 2.0. So. He's worse, though, because Jeremy Hill had a good year of his NFL career. True. Very Dave true. Montgomery will never have a good year. He's terrible. This is his first good game of the season, and good to have it. Fine, you can kick me out of the playoff contention. I, I hate you. You fine. I don't care. I guess I just threw all my saltiness to Brian. <laughs> I just can't stand David Montgomery. He didn't do anything to me. Let's get him on the podcast so he can explain himself. We should. We absolutely should. So if you're listening, uh, Matt Nagy or Trubisky or Na- or anyone on the Bears, just uh, see if we can grab uh, Montgomery on this podcast. Talk to him. Maybe settle settle the score. Maybe he'll win us over. I doubt it. Although he's probably pretty, yeah. nice. he's probably a nice guy, probably nice in the show. And Peyton who's an asshole. Um, all right, anything else from this past week that we want to gripe about, John? Um, that the, nah, the, not that nah, the, that's pretty much it. Not, um, I mean, it's just the 49ers are playing their home games in Arizona for the rest of the year. Um, but besides that, that was the last bit of news. I feel like not that the Vontae Parker catch. You don't want to talk about that really quickly. You want to get something? Oh no, <laughs> I mean, I don't really care. It's just because. Uh, the Jets are tanking, and that's the only reason why they haven't fired Gase is because he gives them the best chance to lose every week. Um, but, I mean, I mean, if I'm worried that Sam Darnold like, looked almost as bad as the Broncos quarterback uh, when he had his full complement of weapons, then, then, then yeah. I'm just, I'm just hanging my hat on the Kai Beckton, Quinn Williams, and Denzel Mims. And that's it. We... Yeah, I mean, two, those are three very good players. The last thing uh, before we move on, uh, Matt Patricia got fired. We didn't bring it up. Oh, yeah. Totally so, right. well, uh, well, all right. Well, I have that. In, in oh, the okay. I'm sorry. Um, I got excited because it was. Do you. Now, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but at this point, you have to believe um, that this is real. Like, they are just keeping him there because they have the best chance to lose. And is there, like, is there a payout or something for him? Because even the plays he's running. When they looked the last two games like they were doing pretty well because he got the play calls taken away from him, mm-hmm. they he reinstated his play calling and specifically went back to rush with Gore, rush with Gore, pass on third and long. Like, what's going on? That's crazy. I can't like if you watch the Jets, which I suggest you don't do. It's 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 painful. <laughs> it looks, but it's not just painful. It looks like they're trying to lose. Like I don't think we always joke about tanking. I've never seen a team look like they're trying to lose. And it it really does look like they're trying to lose. Um, before the uh, the fourth and one uh, play at like their at like the opponent's forty, uh, I was like, 
Gore's going to rump the middle, get stuffed for negative one yards. And that is exactly that what happened. happened. When I can call out what the Jets, what an NFL offense is going to do, that's just really bad. Like, obviously, the opposing defense knows that, too. Um, but, yeah, like, and also, like, all the questions where it's like, oh, no, the uh, the offensive coordinator has uh, has the play calling, but I, I do the two-minute. We kind of switch it off every now and then. It's like, it's such a fucking joke. It's just <laughs> the, whole, the whole organization. I think... Uh, since um, Trump lost the election and, and Woody's going to be coming back from, from England as the ambassador, huh. I think they're just kind of holding off on any major decision. Wait, Trump lost that. the election? Well, by, <laughs> allegedly. Um, it's uh, still not certified yet. Yeah, we we got to go through like 20 more uh, court cases before it's official. But um, but yeah, I, th- I think it's just like uh, Christopher, is, uh, he's, uh, he's lost and they're, he, they're waiting for... Uh, big brother to come back home to start running shit, which is crazy. It also might be a psyop by Woody Johnson to make the Jet fans pine for Woody Johnson to come back as owner, even though he sucks as owner, but he's so much better than his shit idiot little brother. He looks like competent in, <laughs> in like exchange, you know? All right, well, this we could get... be any, uh, this could really be any conspiracy There's, theory. I would believe. Oh my God. There's deep but, seats uh, crossing over each other. Who knows? Are you doing, all right, so I know the tank is on. Yeah. But are the Jets doing irreparable harm? Because not only is Gase a bad coach, but he's like a despised and kind of a disgusting person. And as much as a person who like doesn't break the law or is known to break the law, it could be disgusting just by his attitude. Like he's somebody where you you hear him talk for a little bit and you're like, Oh god, this guy's terrible. Like I don't know what he does in his personal life. He might be fine to his family, but uh, in public, he's he's comes off as a shit bag. <laughs> like at least like Sean Payton, when he acts like a shit bag and like better than everyone else, at least he has like a Super Bowl ring and like gets his team constantly to the playoffs. Adam Gase does none of that. So <laughs> point for like how we're now adopting that. <laughs> it's just like it's just like a bad combination, and he's just like I mean he's just really bad with people. I feel like. All right, let's uh. Now that, now that the saltiness has been fully passed around the uh, the podcast, let's move on, I guess. Yeah, I feel like I got set up for that. Oh, oh, I totally set you up for that. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, let's go on to the Lions at Bears, um, a team that fired their head coach finally after we ripped them apart. Um, Deshaun Watson and the Texans embarrassed them enough for the Lions to fire Matt Patricia and uh, Bob Quinn, their GM. Uh, so they're just kind of – I mean, they're – Seem like they're going to do a full reset, and Matt Stafford's probably not going to be there anymore next year. But that's for an off-season podcast. Uh, the Lions with uh, Don Jerry Swift will probably be back against the Bears. Um, no Kenny Galladay. Is this an offense that you would want to play against the Bears? Because the Bears look like they kind of gave up. Uh, I mean, look, I don't, I can't trust the Lions at this point. I mean, uh. Even the Bears, I don't know if they gave up, but they're still the defense still has players, no playmakers, I should not with, say. Not without Hakeem Hicks. Hakeem Hicks makes all the. He's not the best player on that defense. He's the most important player on that defense. I do love Hakeem he, Hicks. He makes, he makes it all go. He he sets the you know clogs up the middle and everything. Look, I love Hakeem Hicks. Played for the Saints from from Regina uh, College in uh, Canada. He was he was he was a good solid uh, defensive lineman for the Saints. Went to the Bears, but look. 
Can't trust the Lions at this point. No Galladay. Passing game looks ugh. Stafford doesn't look right. Uh, the I think Matt Stafford's going to be the he's the king of garbage time recently. The the DeAndre Swift, you have to play him if he if he's playing because at this point, you know, how many people are going to be out? Yeah, it's and look, I mean, who as we talk, Brian said, who got the on Thursday the the two touchdown, uh, you know, prop bet for Adrian Peterson? I mean, come on, I remember yeah. the, the the he had like a couple of good runs for one one stretch of uh. Of plays, but other than that, I mean, look, they, what are you doing? So, the Andrews is the only guy you can trust in this game for them. And then on the on the Bears side, I, I guess maybe David Montgomery because the Lions' running game is uh, run defense is so bad. But like, I wouldn't play him. He had his game of the year. That's it. He's done. He instilled the confidence in his in his owners, only to bring it right back down. You know what's going to happen. Everybody's going to play him because they're going to say, "Well, Lions rushed." Defense is yep. terrible. He's a must-start this week. Yeah. There's going to be like a Yahoo article on how he's a must-start. I want to uh, see the uh, DFS percentage of ownership when it comes to David Montgomery this week. Like that's what I want to see. What what amount of owner? Because he's going to be. He's not that expensive, I'm sure, because he's terrible. But now versus the Lions after a great game or great David Montgomery game, bam, that's it. This game is awful, by the way. Which way? This game is absolutely awful. I think I think John I think John picked it because of the Matt Patricia thing. Just a Matt Patricia. Yeah. But um, all right, the Detroit Lions. I was looking up who who their uh, interim coach is going to be. It's Darren Bevel, Daryl Bevel. Uh, so like I don't know if they the team's going to want to play hard for this guy. I mean, who knows? He could be the next head coach for the Lions. I doubt it. <laughs> I don't even know who this guy is. I mean, he's no he's no Raheem Mostert, who's like an actual like defensive fiery guy. Raheem Mostert, so, the running back for the. Uh... <laughs> Whatever. The Whatever. 49ers. Whatever. Raheem yeah, Morris. The Falcons. <laughs> Raheem Morris, exactly. Oh, they're just all like all the Raheems. God damn it. <laughs> no. Um, uh, no, yeah, but this Chicago Detroit game, I know we weren't talking about it as one of the games, but like there's so little fantasy relevancy. Uh, Allen Robinson, I guess. It's just, and both of these teams are depressing. Why? Just can we cancel this game due to COVID, <laughs> even if there's no COVID outbreak? You know, it's funny. I saw a post. Someone was like, uh, "Everyone complaining that the Broncos are not allowed to play a, a quarterback because you know they're playing without a quarterback, and the NFL's not stopping them." And they're like, "Well, what, why haven't the NFL stopped all the Bears the Bears games? Have they have not played with a quarterback all season either?" <laughs> I'm like, "That's pretty good because they're both pretty fucking terrible." As I as That's I figured, um, that Foles um, that Foles Minshew bet I think we had. I think it was Foles Minshew not looking good for either of us. I was um, like, yeah, that, that's, that's not even worth it. <laughs> so um, but yeah, so I, I don't even want to talk about this game. It's Robinson and Swift. That's it. Sure. All right. All right. Let's go on to uh, a different team that had a disappointing loss. The Rams at the Cardinals. Uh, I don't know how the Rams lost that game. I guess, I mean, the 49ers always play them tough. But. Just God damn, like like they they ha- how they lose that game they just, they had it just when you think a team in the NFC West is going to be like oh this is the team they're looking good they're looking good they they get a bad loss you know it's happened to, mm-hmm. to all of them I mean like the the Seattle Seahawks looked like they were running away with it and then all of a sudden the the Bills I mean good Bills team punched them in the mouth and they were like uh and then the Rams started looking good they beat the Bucks they're like oh maybe the Rams and they get punched in the mouth and the Cardinals win a, a few straight and then they lose to the hapless fucking patriots like 
it's just weird how this. And then the 49ers just. They have nobody. They talk about playing with nobody. They're like staying alive. They didn't I mean, do it. defense looked really good when they finally got like three people back. They and their st- secondary looked solid. But they still have a you know massive gaps in their defensive line from you know from last year. Uh, they've been playing with Nick Mullins as their quarterback. Well, it's like it's you know good for the 49ers the way they're playing. Uh, but we're not talking about the 49ers. What about the Cardinals versus the Rams? Cam uh, <laughs> um, uh, Akers, can you trust them? They're we, all interchangeable. Yeah, right? <laughs> apparently. That, yeah, division. All those West teams, yeah. Cam uh, Akers, is he, can we trust him week to week? No. Finally? No. No. I know you, you want to trust him because you can't. You can't trust that you running can, game. Yeah, go for it. Can't John, trust if that I, running If I have to play in the playoffs, I hope you trust Cam Akers. Oh, no, I don't, I don't have Cam Akers on any of my teams. I was just no, like you, he's... Like a guy I was looking out for. Um, I mean, guy I'm looking out for are uh, Cooper Cup had a had a week, not a great game. Jared Goff looked sh- like shit against a competent defense. Um, but Cardinals, you can throw on them. I, I mean, all those guys, even Reynolds, he's a flex guy uh, with all the buys. That uh, the who the buys Bucks and who else? The Panthers. Panthers. Yeah. So that, I mean that's a bunch of receivers right there. If you can yeah, Cooper Cup is a less explosive locket in my mind. Like you can't sit him cuz he's always eligible to go over 20 points. Like Lockett is always available to go over 30 points. Mm. But those guys love to score under 5 any given week. Like they just love it. Like let me put up 4 points after my 45 point <laughs> game. No problem. They need a break. What am I going to tell you? Um look you can't sit, you, and you even can't sit Woods. I mean, there's, there's, there's I mean, Woods, like he didn't have a great game, but he still had 15 points he's, in PPR. He puts up numbers. I mean, th- these two guys, you have to play them regardless. I mean, I know Goff hasn't looked good this year. Um, that's an understatement. And if the Cardinals can get pressure on him, it's going to make for a long day. But those two guys, you just got to play a cup in Woods. Like, there's, there's no, and, and play the running game at your you know, caution because I don't like Henderson, Brown, or Akers because who the hell knows who's getting the ball at any given time. Yeah, I don't like any three of those guys. So, um, on the Cardinals side, it's going to be tough for Hopkins. He hasn't been playing well. Um, and he's going to get Ramsey. And I think it was even worse this past week with Fitzgerald on the COVID list. Don't know if Fitzgerald's going to be able to play this coming week. I don't know how long he had it and how, you know, it's like 10 days, right, from a. Uh, now it's 10 days. 10 days, so like it's possible he plays. So if he does play, I think that helps Hopkins without Fitzgerald. That definitely is, is a big hurt. You're not obviously not not playing him, but uh, I mean, but like how like Fitzgerald like how does Andy Isabella not step up? I mean, he was, he was drafted over DK Metcalf, so he should be stepping up. But yeah, uh, there he goes. Yeah, he's just not very good. I will. Uh, yeah. So look, you're gonna play Hopkins. I just think you have to continue to lower those expectations on him. Uh, what do you do with Christian Kirk, who looked like came back at, like a house on fire um, from his injury and has severely cooled down? I I think that the whole offense just seemed to have cooled down. Um, I mean, it's is it Ky- a Kyler Murray thing? Is is Kyler Murray still hurt? That could be it too. I mean, you know, we didn't really mention that you know that shoulder injury could be nagging and lingering. Um, he definitely didn't look happy, I'll tell you. Every time he panned to him during the game on Sunday, he looked pissed. Um, I don't know. I, I like Kirk as a low flex play this week because of, I think, Ramsey on 
Hopkins. I mean, I know he doesn't really shadow, right? Like the Rams, the Rams just played one side. Kind of, yeah. So well, that's more of a unless, it's DK, unless it's DK Metcalf. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think Kirk could have himself a decent game, and you're gonna play Drake because he's just getting the goal line carries apparently now. So um, it's just gonna be tough. I mean, Rams are, have a tough defense. I know the 49ers just beat them, but that was more of a 49ers defensive game than I think that. I mean, uh, for Christian Kirk, he had a, a string of real nice matchups that he exploited, and then uh, he's kind of he's got a tough schedule coming up. I mean, all the they, they got Rams. Sorry, I thought you were. Oh, they got Rams, Giants, who are Looking decent matchup for yeah. receivers, and then Philly and San Francisco. Again, yeah, it's not an easy slate. Have Rams been the worst defense for opposing fantasy players? Not the best, like not. I mean, I guess Pittsburgh would be up there, but for you wide could receivers, pass on, you could pass on Pittsburgh. Um, for wide, yeah, right. Like Rams for wide receivers, that's kind of in the toughest. Yeah, yeah, Rams for thirty first. Yeah, I mean, so. I'm nervous about Hopkins this week. I'm, I am one hundred percent nervous about him. I mean, he hasn't. I mean, after he started off hot as hell, he's second half of the season has not been great. Killing me. Killing me. I want him to have most receiving yards at the end of the year. And now it's right now it's Tyreek Hill by like a hundred and y- hundred and something yards. So that's an unfair pairing. It's an unfair team. They seem like they're toying with the entire league. <laughs> um, but <sighs> yeah, no, their defense has been solid. Like you don't like you you really don't want to play running backs against Pittsburgh unless you have to unless they're your top guy. And you really don't want to play wide receivers against the Rams unless they're your top people. Yeah. And then even then, like just you know, hope for a touchdown, because I don't think it's gonna be. I don't think you're gonna see Hopkins get like 120 yards in touchdown. I think it's gonna be like more like 50, 60 50, yards, yeah. and then you hope for the touchdown. That's it. So, ugh, ugh is all I have to say. Okay, uh, let's go on to a uh, the surprising game of the week. I guess at least record wise, uh, Browns at the Titans. They're both eight and three. Uh, Browns finally won a game where the uh, the weather wasn't like uh, hailing out and it wasn't like fifty mile per hour winds. And yeah, it wasn't, man, like, like, they got Jacksonville seventy like, degrees. Yeah, it wasn't like a, a Gerard Butler movie uh, where like hurricanes and ice storms all come at the same time. But um, <laughs> I mean, the Titans just took apart. What the calls. Gerard Butler movie are we talking about? Uh, Geostorm. 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 It, it, <laughs> it's so. Have you seen it? It's really, it's really good. Now. No, I want. Really I want to see uh, uh, the new, the new one he had. Yeah, it wasn't that new. It's like Angel is Fallen or something like that. I think Angel. I, think, they, I, I didn't even know they made like three of those movies, but I saw the first two. Olympus in London, not bad, not bad. People watch those movies, not bad. They're making a fourth one apparently. Oh my god! Yeah, okay, everything is falling. Uh, everything falls. <laughs> I don't like Gerard Butler. Um, as an actor, unless he's playing a guy who's drunk the entire movie. Like, I want he has to be like a drunk brawler. Like, that's yeah. who he has to be. He can't play a straight guy. I like them when the law abiding citizen, when the, the people killed his family, so he just got like, he murdered everybody, and then Jamie Foxx was trying to, like, you know. Yeah, it was alright. That was pretty good. It was, was like, spoilers. it was like, um, yeah, he was like, if. Macaulay Culkin 
in Home Alone grew up to be a really sadistic person. There you go. Like, yeah, if they killed his mom and something like that. Because or... he set, like, this shit ton of traps that entire movie. And, De- <laughs> and, and Den of Thieves. That was another good Gerard Butler movie, by the way. That was all right. That was I good. thought that was overrated. Yeah, I, I enjoy those type of movies. Overrated, but, like, also, like, just, like, a good, like, just heist movie. Yeah. 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 Well, Not as good of a heist movie as Ant-Man, but uh, that's besides <laughs> the point. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're really into that. Yeah, man, heist movie thing. <laughs> we should do a heist movie podcast. There's so many good ones. Out oh, there. absolutely. Let's make, make our own crew. Off make a, get a, get yes. a, get a, nailed it. Nailed it. Let's make a heist crew. A Steve Cracker. John, you gotta stop moving your fucking mic around. All I hear is like, meh, 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 meh. Yeah. fucking keep it standing still. Stop watching the game and fucking <laughs> and so podcast. The echo because. Um, we got a new desk, so I don't have the two lamps on my desk anymore, so I can't do my anti-echo uh, we, fortress of solitude. You were fine last week. You're just swinging the fucking mic around like a lunatic. Just, like, keep I it. I still had the cable. <laughs> this is just keep... <laughs> this... I put it up in front of the windows. Because I'm right in... lapel. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, Get a stand. Well, anyway, after that little quarrel, drop us a tweet who's... um. Who's a top seed in a heist movie? If you're going to draft heist movie people, is George Clooney a top seed? Brad Pitt? Do you have to pick? Like, are they are they a only are they a system planner though? They're only good with each other. No, Danny Ocean was doing things before that apparently. (laughs) So I don't know. Look, look, we we can't get into this now, but yes, I agree. I would love to hear people's like picks for like best player in a heist movie because that's uh... you want to know. I mean, do. I'm, I'm going to blow my load now because I think by the time the season's over and we do this, You'll forget. we're going to forget. But um, <laughs> top overall pick, I'm going I'm going Nick Cage going to have 60 seconds. Ooh. He'll be able to steal that many cars. He's a planner and he's a getaway driver. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and he knows the exact music to play to pump people up. It was perfect. And yeah, and you see, well, you know, Giovanni Ribisi wanted to play Shadow Games over the span of a few nights. That would have been terrible. Terrible move. Nick Cage fucking put him in his place. Knew what he was doing. Uh-huh. It's great. Yeah. He's my number one. <laughs> Loved it. Also, you have him in National Treasure, too. Oh, oh no. So, and he's, you know, he steals a face and face. Well, no, he gets his face <laughs> Steal stolen. a face. <laughs> he gets his face stolen and face off. Yeah, he's the most dangerous um, face of all. Yeah. Stealing, stealing John Travolta's face. face. Yeah. Um, he's, yeah, he steals John Travolta's life and face off. So that's oh, pretty good. Oh, man. Uh, and Angelina Jolie is not a bad, uh, you know, love interest for ride or die trick. Yeah, very ride or die. Oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be an exciting one. I enjoy all wow. these. This is a good high school is a good one. Who's his love interest in National Treasure? Treasure, his friend. Uh, is that uh, guy the same guy from the Mummy? No, right? No, 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 no. that's the guy from the Hangover who they leave up up top, and no, no one cares about yeah. him. The love interest uh, is a. Uh, from um, Troy, uh, she plays Helen Troy. She's the German actress that's also in Glorious Bastards. I can't for. Yes, oh, yeah, I can't yeah, think yeah. of her name though. I know exactly who it is. She's good. I really do think his love interest is the guy from The Hangover in that movie. One of the very few movies that Sean Bean doesn't die on camera. He's probably killed in jail, but like he doesn't die uh, in that he movie. Just change, he just changed it as soon as possible. <laughs> totally. You know, the Mummy starts off as a heist movie. It does start off as a heist movie. You're right. I mean, those guys like, get their, those guys get their comeuppance though real quick. The, yeah, the real quick. Those Americans. Yeah, it, it changes real quick. You might. I mean, if 
if somebody told me going into the theater is like you're about to watch a heist movie, I would have been like, yeah, seems like it for the first half hour. Okay, um, I'm just going to ask a question that we're all thinking right now. It, are we going to classify Ant Man as a heist movie for this, or is this uh, just is that a superhero movie? We're sure, but about? I'm not picking anybody from Ant Man. Okay, yeah, hmm. I'm just picking. I mean, the, I'm picking the whole crew. Storytelling. I'm picking. Uh, what's it? Uh, <laughs> the, the the Mexican guy. You want to call him Luis Guzman, don't you? But it's not Luis Guzman. <laughs> it's not Luis Guzman. Did you um? Did you guys like Triple Frontier? Triple Frontier. Never. Which one was that one? The ne- the big Netflix one with um. Oh, with Affleck, right? With Affleck, yeah, yeah. and all those other. First off, that mo- that movie, it, that that twist, fucking. No, I don't got, say it because you said Netflix and Netflix. I'm like, okay, I'm it, it got me that twist. I was like, oh no, oh no. I was really upset. I was really things like that in movies jar me for a long time. Yeah, John, it was good without being. Good. I don't know how to explain it because when it was over, I was like, I wanted a lot more, but hmm. I liked what I saw. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, and uh, who was in it? I um, thought there could have been. Who was who was the guy who was really good in that movie? The Mandalorians in it. Oh, um, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal, yeah. Uh, Charlie Huntley? Oh, Charlie Hunnam. I love Charlie Hunnam. He was really good in The Gentleman. Uh, Good movie. Yeah, I just watched that too. Such a good movie. That's another movie that I've seen that I was like, you know what? It starts off slow, in my opinion, but man, when it picks up, such a good movie. I like that movie a lot. Such a good movie. What, what is we... the Italian job just like... That's um, a heist movie, that's, absolutely. That's definitely a heist movie. 100%. No, I know, but is that just like Ocean's Eleven, the poor the poor man's Ocean Eleven? No, I mean, it was based off of a solid original movie. I mean, it's definitely more blue-collar than than Danny Ocean's crew. Oh, well, obviously. Um, you, have, you have Mark Wahlberg. Okay. <laughs> that's true. You can't have a uh, white-collar Mark Wahlberg. I'm sorry. Um. Right? Yeah, I mean, there's there's heist movies for days. I, oh, we can keep talking. Let's get back to football because we got derailed God, hard. I love heist movies. Okay, is can I just say my favorite heist movie of all time? Yeah, go ahead. It's, it's the town. Yeah, the town. Oh right yeah, that's good. Oh man, there's so many good. I'm so excited now. <laughs> we just have to remember this for like Wait. five months. So Ben um, Affleck has a lot of number one roles too. Ooh. The guy loves heist. The guy loves heist. Um, all right, uh, Titans. Is Corey Davis like playable a lot every now, every week now? I was gonna mention to you, man. Like we, I think, I think we have to start talking about Corey Davis being like an actual football <laughs> player. Guys hated on a lot, Corey yeah. Davis. You know what though? The expectations for Corey Davis were really high, and every like expert out there was always high on Corey Davis for an extremely long time. And I was really early on too, but that faded quickly. But people kept living on that that Corey Davis dream. And now they're reaping the benefits four years later. He's you know. following the exact Devontae Parker trajectory. I think it's the same year where Parker had his good year last year. Like, he's just doing Devontae Parker's career. Like, let's get drafted too high in fantasy. Let's not get drafted anymore, but people say, you're my sleeper. Let's completely get forgot about because I, I will never have a good football year. Let me have a good football year. Um, as soon as people stop talking about me. Also, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, he, yes. it was a little further. It was a little longer down the line. But, yeah, I mean. Look, still not the best game, 3 for 70. Um, but he he gets yards. He puts up yards. 
He's been he's just been a target of of Tannehill. I mean, you know, AJ Brown, the superior wide receiver, seeing you know more looks and targets because he's God good. Damn, he is so good. I mean, he he's... made that amazing that 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 uh, onside kick. They just fucking yeah. picked up and gone. Um, you know, right place, right time. But uh, you know, Corey Davis, we have to realize like as much as we don't want to admit it, we have to we have to start talking about him as a as an every week player, right? I mean, Do you think it's helped with AJ Brown? Where he he's better off as a compliment. Yeah, there's some wide receivers who can't be the number one. You know, they have to be that like. You know, they need that better player to take the heat. True, it's absolutely sure. true. I mean, I'm, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be more excited than maybe like a a a, a flex, or like a wide receiver three for Corey Davis, and just you know, he, he'll get. He won't get a lot of touches, but he'll get a lot of punchy yards, and maybe he'll get a long-ass touchdown. I mean, Cleveland and Jacksonville have solid two um, uh, matchups coming up the next two weeks. I mean, look, you said that they're playing Cleveland, right, Tennessee? I mean, Cleveland yes. just gave up, like, Glennon, Mike Glennon throw two touchdown passes. Yeah, I mean, how do you give up two touchdown passes to I mean, Mike Glennon in 2020? The, the Cleveland Browns, if they just... One that are, I don't think Miles Garrett is Miles Garrett even going to play this week. Like, is he still feeling the no, COVID? That's a good question. So, like, without Miles Garrett, the the pass rush is way worse. And if you're not getting pressure, I mean, you're going to give Tannehill time. He's going to throw the ball, and you know, I I don't think I think Denzel Ward was also out. I don't even know if he's going to be out this week. So, like, that hurts as well in the in the in the secondary of Cleveland. I think uh, I think I'd play Corey Davis if you know we were talking about Christian Kirk before. I think I'd play Corey Davis over Christian Kirk, like. Easily, no, no, yeah. no, no, no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Um, oh, he's very playable. So, bless <laughs> you, John. Bless you. He's very playable. That defense is completely different without Miles Garrett. So, it's not as imposing. Um, Miles Garrett is on track to be cleared by Wednesday. So there you go. I was gonna I go st- into a whole. Oh well, that's good. I still, I'd I still was, play Corey Davis. I was gonna go into a whole do- thing about who's like in your head who. Uh, who do you think of when you think of like top of the line wide receiver two on a team who just needed to be the second fiddle? I was gonna say Roddy White. I didn't know how good of a career he had. Roddy White? I always thought of Roddy White as a second wide receiver no, maybe man. because I was young and Julio was like. I remember Roddy White always being a real big pest for New Orleans. Like, I always hated Roddy White. I had no clue how he had one, two, three, four. He had six years in a row where his lowest yard total was 1,153. Yeah. In those six years in a row. He had over, besides that, he had over 1,200 yards in six years in a row. Yeah, man, he was good. He was always good. I didn't know he was that good. He never gets talked about as being that good. That's a a long stretch to have that many yards. Oh, yeah. Thorn in the side of New Orleans, I'll tell you that. Big thorn. Annoying. Anyway. Right, that's all. That's all. That's all. <laughs> okay. um, I, mean, I was going to go into this whole thing about how he was like an amazing wide receiver too, but he's a bona fide wide receiver one. Clear, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, for the Browns, are we are you trusting Jarvis Landry again, or is that just a one week aberration against the uh, against the lowly Jags defense? That's oh man, this Tennessee defense is terrible. And I mean, uh, yeah. <sighs> He's gonna let you down. Probably. But... <laughs> he's 
he, at this point in the season, I mean, there's so many people dropping like flies. You have yeah. COVID, you have flies, you have uh, PED suspensions. Like, he just put what, it, what are you going to do? He put up the game at the right time. Like, if he could get hot now, I mean, you know, at this point he looks good. I mean, if you had to pick between La- uh, Landry and Davis, though, who are you playing? Landry because of the opportunities. I think Davis. And I like Brown's defense better than Titans. I'll take Davis, though. I don't know. All right. We'll go against each other. This there it week. is. Landry versus Davis. Boom. Put it on the board, John. We haven't had too many side bets that mean nothing this year, John. Yeah, we have nothing. I think it's our, okay. min- that's our Minshew Foles bet. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible bet. That's our, that's be for both of us. That's it. Yep. Real bad. I think he might have won that one though. Um, anyway, uh, on the what were we talking about? Oh yeah, I mean, look, Chubb, Hunt, you know, doing their thing. Tennessee Titans defense. Hooper you know. in the year of the tight end. He caught that I mean, one. Bake, touch, he caught that I mean, one it's touchdown. It's crazy that pass, Baker right? finally threw two touchdowns in a game. Like it, he does. He's not getting talked about enough as like just having a complete bust of a season. I mean, they're eight, they're eight and three, so yeah, it's not a bust. And the past two, the two games before that, when he had no touchdown passes, I mean, that was like ridiculous. Those games, those, you know, I, I, I mean, he did have a terrible overthrow on a wide open receiver when he had no pressure on him, um, or little pressure. But uh, no, he's mediocre. He's a mediocre quarterback. Yeah, as that's long it. as he doesn't fall and fumble while he's trying to hand the ball off, because that's all they do, then he's <laughs> fine for their offense right yeah. now. He's a mediocre quarterback. That's pretty much it. So, um, yeah, and look, it's the season of Derrick Henry, so enjoy the points. Yep. Enjoy. Um, all right, let's go into our final game because uh, we did a, a bunch of shit about <laughs> last week and all the crazy news drops. Uh, Patriots at Chargers. Uh, Patriots just completely devoid of any wide receiver talent. Cam Newton is having, like, Josh Rosen-level stat lines where he's, like, 12 of 23 for 58 yards and a touchdown and two interceptions. Uh, James White has finally made a uh, an appearance on the 2020 season with Rex Burkhead out. Um, do, you, do you think Josh Rosen's ears are ringing that someone's finally talking about him? Also, did you just pick this game because you love James White so much? <laughs> uh, well, yes and no. Uh, I mean, no. To be honest, I don't. Lo- I, the the slate of games this week was not great, so it's kind of it's kind of stumbling for games. What about a nice Eckler comeback last week from injury? I mean, out I want, after I, week four, Eckler's back doing his thing. Right? To be honest, I want to talk about Eckler. Yeah, right? and I I have a boy of the week in this game, so. All right, very nice, very nice. I will say what was not nice was the play call at the end of the Chargers game where they ran the ball when they had no timeouts and they were like twenty five seconds left. <laughs> It's like the Chargers. No sense. It's the Chargers being like uber level Chargers. They're like, hey, we have a chance if we score a touchdown here. We gotta stop the clock. If we don't, run the ball. What the fuck? <laughs> they can't bring Anthony Lynn back next year, right? Like they can't. It's kind of they. They should have three more wins. Like he can't Easily. keep blowing these games. At least three more wins. It's um, it's 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 just the Chargers' way. It's it's it's. I don't know. If it's gonna, if the coach is gonna matter, <laughs> I mean, yeah, they got to get rid of Lynn, but I don't know if it's gonna matter. It just feels like one. I mean, it's just, it's just the Chargers' aura is just constantly around them. You thought maybe it was San Diego? They're out of Mm-mm. San Diego. You thought maybe it was Rivers? It's not Rivers. Well, he he brought that over to Indy. He did bring it over to Indy a little bit, but I I just think the the it's around that organization. 
I don't know what they could do to break it, but there's something wrong. Something wrong. That was, I, I, I was in disbelief when they ran that play. <laughs> and then they also did a QB sneak, and the rest of the offensive line thought they were passing it, and it, the offensive line went back five yards, and Herbert tried to go forward and just got destroyed. <laughs> oh, the Chargers. Um, all right, so the Patriots are known for taking out the best option of the team, so you think uh, that Keenan Allen's going to have a rough time of it versus, uh, versus Gilmore, or do you think it's just they're not good enough anymore? Uh, I mean... I still feel like he'll get his just because the Chargers throw so much and uh, the Patriots' defense is not what it was. So, um, Are they playing in Los Angeles? Yes. All right. So Fast the, turf. So the, Fast we- turf. so the weather is going to be a little you know, nicer for well, the, the, dome, the so. Chargers. Um, who would you rather play, Herbert or Murray this week? They're asking mm-hmm. for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> you're, and, you, and you're that friend. Yeah. I'm my own friend. I think Herbert. That's what I'm leaning. I'm leaning Herbert. Uh, I hate benching Murray because of rushing touchdowns. I'm going to regret doing it if I do it. Even if he has a bad game, he could still have a good fantasy game. But it's a Rams, man. I don't know. I, I, I got to toil over this for the next few days. But uh, it's tough. I mean, like, I think Herbert's going to have a great... I mean, Herbert, rookie of the year. Not even close. Um, just, yeah. Justin, Justin Jefferson's probably up there. Uh, James Robinson up there. Sure. Um, yeah, that's that's the top three, right? With Burrow, as, Burrow would I mean, have been. Would yeah. Would yeah. Jefferson would have would he have pushed back past Burrow? You think even if Burrow didn't get injured, it's possible. with how good Jefferson's been, it's possible. I mean, he's just looks I mean, good every week. He's not just like a top like ten, like he's not just a top rookie wide receiver. He's a top receiver overall. Yeah. You know, and you guys gave me crap when I compared him to. Uh, Randy Moss's rookie numbers. Just saying. Looking pretty good. Right. Just saying. You guys give me yeah, crap. Yeah, well, of course. Any sane person would give you crap about that. I really like Justin Jefferson. I said he was going to be the best receiver out of that draft. So. Okay. Well, you got it. You got it. Good yeah, job. Good job. It. Thank you. Thank you. It's one of my, good uh, job, Randy. It's one of my accolades for that. Um, but, uh, yeah. I think. Uh, so, can you play James White? Do you think? John, this is your boy. You think you play this week? Uh, against the Chargers, yeah. Yeah, I think so. What about yeah. Harris? Damien, um, yeah, I mean, they just ran so much. I, I know Brian doesn't want to play anyone on the, on the on the Patriots. I have a guy for my Boys of the Week, but I'm going to hold on to him since we're so close to it. Well, Boys of the Week, okay, that's fine. But Boys of the Week doesn't necessarily mean players you want to like, actually really fucking play. We've, just, we've, 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 we've established this. We've established this already. Um, yeah, I mean, look, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a game where I think the I think the Chargers should win this game, and I think they're gonna win this game. I, I don't think they're gonna Chargers themselves. You know they're gonna play this game late. They probably will. really. It's you just, think they should? I don't know. I don't put I don't favor anybody against the Patriots because they just make every game look so sloppy and annoying. And I don't know. I don't I don't bet against Bill Belichick. That's the problem, but especially against a rookie quarterback. I granted the rookie quarterback has been fucking phenomenal. I love Justin Herbert, but yeah. I'm not gonna bet. I would never like bet on the Chargers to win this game. Yeah, me too. I, I can't. It, it, I'm staying away from this game for sure. Um, like betting wise, but I, I think you got to play your Chargers. You got to play Herbert if you have them. Uh, unless you have Murray, then it's a very tough decision. But you're playing Allen Hunter, um, <laughs> Eckler, of course. 
and the rest of the running backs are now useless because Eckler is the man. We haven't talked about Keenan Allen enough for him being like a perennial boy of ours. We love him, and he's having a phenomenal season with Herbert. I mean, like I feel like we yeah. haven't brought it up enough. He's a legit high-end wide receiver one this season. Finally, back and to being the Keenan Allen we 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 we've loved, we've come to love, right? I mean, love to come. Um, the thing is, though, we we were always, I feel like, higher on Keenan Allen than a bunch of other websites. Like we were like, oh yeah, he's definitely like a top end, like a like a middle to low end wide receiver one, and a bunch of other places we have him a lot lower in the, in the draft rankings, and you know, you know, we'd always try to snipe him. Um, but this year, I feel like we were kind of lower on him just because of I don't know. Of well, reasons. Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. If and it then, wasn't for the co- like him getting taken out by his own team and getting his lung punctured on purpose, then I mean, Allen wasn't doing anything with Taylor. That yeah. that is that was the only reason why we had no we we love Allen. Like it was the problem. We were just worried about Tyrod. That was it. Yeah, we love Tyrod too, but he's not good for fantasy players. Exactly. There's, there's a different love there. It's a different kind of love. So, but, but yeah, Gosh. Um, I mean, we have a levels where we have our boys, we talk about them, we like them more than a bunch of other people. And then if they get too good, we don't talk about them because everyone else is talking about them and if they get shitty. We don't talk about them because we hate them. And he graduated to the, to the above boy status with his performance this year. Yeah. And the other guy in this game, I think we were in on him probably before anybody I know, any fantasy site any espn anything austin eckler we were in on him I training camp his rookie eckler. year i love austin eckler so like, much we were like this guy looks good like the classic john thought of yeah no this guy looks better than everybody in preseason <laughs> like, um, there were like two or three years where we could we i think like we all grabbed him in different leagues just because he was so undervalued and no, those yeah. days are long gone. Yep. No more. Can you sad, get us a necklace? see your boy walk across the stage and graduate. Yeah, he's he's a man for good now. You know, look, we got to love him for the time we had him. Yeah. Look yeah, back got, fondly. Smile because it happened. Don't cry because it's over. <laughs> don't, don't look back in anger. Uh, All right. Let's, you want to, now that we're talking about boys... Yes, go to the most easily predicted segment of each episode. It's the boys of the week. Yeah, you're fucking showboating that you had it up before I was saying it, and you got and you turned it on late. Um, all right, Brian, you won last week. Oh yeah, I was fully expecting Why? to fuck it up. By the way, oh. why did I win? Uh, you had uh, Kiki Kuti, Trey Burton, and Demarcus Robinson. Oh, oh Burton did you? Burton did you good? Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, I'm just gonna start off with the guy that we were just talking. I mean, we weren't talking about him, but we we're talking about the game, and I was hinting at it. Mm-hmm. Going Jacoby Myers against the pitiful Chargers pass defense. Um, he's averaged six targets over the last five weeks. Uh, I, I mean, I just like him to get another six or seven targets. Oh, six receptions over the last five weeks. Sorry, 
targets. He's averaged a lot more than six targets over the last five weeks. He's had 10, 14, 7, 3, and 6, um, which I'm not going to do the math in my head right now. But six receptions over the last five weeks. Um, I like him to keep that, a nice 6 for 60 game. And you hope that he finds the end zone for the first time this year. Oh, wow. That's crazy that he hasn't scored a touchdown yet. Yeah, um, he's got almost 500 yards without a touchdown. So that, let's hope he gets one. That sucks. Uh, all right. I was second because uh, I had Nelson Aguilar and uh, Denzel Mims. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Anthony's, one of Anthony's boys for, from last week. I'm going Frank Gore against the against the Las Vegas Raiders. Only 4,400. Uh, I mean, the Jets give it to him like fucking like 25 times a game. So he's very cheap. He gets you a lot of touches. Doesn't get you a lot of yards out of those touches, but enough to fill in a uh, a bottom of a of a daily fantasy lineup. Hey, he almost got 90 yards like I predicted last week, which was I think pretty solid considering. Yeah, 90 yards off like 30 touches. So. Hey, I didn't say how many touches. <laughs> 90 yards is 90 yards, my friend. Um. Who? All right. Yeah, there you go. Who are my Who are my guys besides besides Gore? Who Who else did I have? Uh, let's see. You had uh Jordan Reed and Cordell Patterson. Patterson. Yes, yeah, terrible. All right. Um, I'm gonna go with a guy from the Jaguars. They're gonna have to throw a lot because I think the Vikings mm-hmm. are gonna put up some numbers. I'm gonna go with Keelan Cole. Um. I don't know, he just, it looks like he's a decent wide receiver when he gets the opportunities. Uh, who knows what's up with Shark and um, uh, Conley. And I don't know, it just seems like, you know, it wasn't a great game. But I think another game maybe with Glennon. Uh, or even if, if Minshew comes back, I think Keelan Cole could have himself a decent game. And I think he can go like 4 for 80, you know. Something like that. Nothing crazy. But I like Keelan Cole as a wide receiver. I think on a better team, with more opportunities, I think he can be even better. Right, fair enough. I mean, yeah, like he's a decent receiver. I don't. I, Chris Conley is not a good receiver. But uh, Brian, your second boy. All right, I'm gonna go th- go with a real throwback guy here. He just got signed to a roster. We'd mm-hmm. love to see him play last week. There's nobody else on this team. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, man. let's have two washed out guys that just found their way in a starting lineup. Throw. Let's have RG three throw at the Des Bryant. Let's go Des Bryant here. Wow. Let's, I'm going to say Des, I'm gonna say they're going to come into a situation against the pitiful Dallas defense where um, they're in the, within the five-yard line. They need a trusty person to get in the hands of without Nick Boyle, without Mark Andrews. It looks like their running backs are going to be back. I'm not positive about that. Um, and they're going to throw it to Des Bryant for a touchdown. Two catches, 11 yards, and a touchdown. <laughs> All right. A, grace that line, and B, this is my second favorite thing uh, to talk about. It's uh, revenge games, and Des Bryant's going to have himself a little re- revenge game, I feel like. So I, I, I do like that pick. One of my, one of my boys, but uh, cross him off. Uh, oh, I'll go sorry. to – no problem. Uh, I'll go to a little bit of a, uh, I guess, higher-priced boy, uh, just on the edge of boyhood. I'm going Alan Lazard versus Philadelphia, $5,000. Um Aaron Rodgers is still mad at MVS for fumbling in overtime against the Colts. Didn't give him any targets this past week. Probably only going to give him one or two. Um, you know, can't can't let him back into the the big house too too quickly. He's got to sleep out into, in the yard. Uh, Alan Lazard, second best receiver on that team. Um, he, I think, what did he catch a touchdown 
Got a fair amount of targets, not that many yards. But Philadelphia's secondary is not great. Uh, so I'm going Alan Lazard. He'll probably get 70 yards on a touchdown. All right, I'm going to go with a guy on a team that's going to have a rough go of it. Um, uh, he's got a nice win versus the Cowboys, but now that Washington football team is going to have to go up against the Steelers on Monday night. Um, I guess like Monday late afternoon. Um, but still, uh, if there's one thing you could do versus Steelers, it's going to be throw the ball. Um, so I'm going to say they're going to be able that uh, Alex Smith's not going to be able to go throw deep. So he's going to have a guy named Logan Thomas he's going to get the ball to. And he may only get it to him about three times, but I think it's going to be enough, and he's going to find him in the end zone. So I'm going to say like 20 yards and a touchdown. Maybe like three catches for Logan Thomas. Okay. I mean, all about short touchdowns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brian, your final boy. All right, I'm going to go with the boy that this team, you know, they just like him. They give him a lot of carries when he's healthy. He's finally healthy. And they rotate back. So Mostert is back, so they're going to play him. But he's a man. We can't pick him. I'm mm-hmm. going Jeff Wilson Jr. He's still got 13 carries, had the same amount of yards as Wilson last game. Um, so he's still in the offense. They like to give it to him in the red zone. And I think they give him another 13 or 15 carries against a bad Buffalo defense. Okay. That's yeah, crazy that Buffalo's defense looks the way it does this year. I would have guessed that. That was their strong point recently, but yeah. yeah. Um, all right, my final boy, kind of going between a couple. You know, all right, I'll go uh, Josh Reynolds at Arizona, 4,200. Um, the the Rams like to spread around. Josh Reynolds is always somehow involved, even with uh, Cooper Cup and Bob Woods, our original boy from the Rams, taking up all the points, uh, taking up a bunch of targets. Josh Reynolds, he'll get like four targets for 37 yards and a touchdown. All right, I'm gonna go with the week of the tight end, and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I don't do any tight ends. Do you mean the year of the tight end? The year of the tight end. This is gonna be the week of the tight end. Then I'm gonna go. So the Lions just lost their. Now, obviously, I'm not going Hawkinson. He's he's more of a man. So already this year, um, he's manned up. So I'm gonna go on the other side, the Bears, and I'm gonna go Jimmy Graham. Uh, he is you know a shell of his former self, but I think the Lions are gonna have a, a bad go of it week one with their interim head coach. Um, so I think Jimmy Graham and, you know, Trubisky or whoever it is, if it falls into the play, and I think he'll have a shot catching like six passes for 70 yards, you know. I don't think he'll find the end zone, but he'll get you enough in in the tight end game that I think he actually might be worth playing this week. So Graham and Des Bryant, that's what we like to see. And Frank Gore. And Frank Gore. Bunch of, bunch of old boys. <laughs> the old, old boys. boys. All right, well, country for old boys. Well, with that, that is... Um, that is our show for this week. Uh, hopefully, there's still more football to come with all these COVID cases. But since the football season is still going on, you could always tweet us at Fantasy underscore Lens on Twitter. We will answer all your football questions. We're also looking to see who you'd want to start a heist with for your heist movies. Um, you can find us at FantasyLensPodcast at gmail.com. We are available wherever podcasts are. And please don't forget to rate, subscribe, and download this podcast because we are fantasy lens and we'll see you next week.